Previously recorded in both Murfreesboro and Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is NFLs, a production by Next Season Sports Media. Hello, and welcome to NFLs. It's a new year, it's a new us. My name is Jacob Wilkinson, and my joining me... True. Oh, yeah. go for it. It's, it's me. Joining you is, is me, as always, True Wade. <laughs> yeah, bad. some things are new there. for the new year, but some things are the same. The awkwardness of the intro is new, but Drew being here is still the same. Welcome everyone. Um, it's been it's been a couple of weeks, uh, and we've gone from excited about Russ to firing him since the last time you and I recorded. So that's sort of crazy. Yeah. Um, I was Sean with Payton, my dad. Huh? Yeah, Sean Payton. A little bit of a hot head, it seems. I was with my dad. Um, on the week of, I guess, week 16, no, week 15, and uh, we were doing a, a Christmas thing a week early at one of my grandparents' house, and he was like, are you sure you gotta leave? Like, stay and watch Broncos Lions. Like, come on, stay and watch Broncos Lions. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't. Uh, thank goodness I didn't, because that game was a nightmare. And then um, I did get the pleasure of watching... Um, them lose to the Patriots with him. So that was a whole lot of fun. And then, uh, yeah, finding out Russell's getting benched. Real exciting stuff. Um, there are reports now that maybe we're not moving on from him this offseason, which, what? oh boy. Um, uh, they're crazy just stuff. fresh for next year. Yeah. That's why they yeah. benched him for the rest of this year. Got to maintain that momentum. I had originally heard that it was like, you know, to make sure he didn't get some amount of assured money um and now uh, apparently like maybe they had asked him even earlier to get rid of that part of his contract i don't know how true that is well that's Uh, the thing that's so weird that the timing of when they reportedly asked him to do that was like right after they beat the chiefs he was like all right uh you need to take less guaranteed money or you're gonna get benched and he was like what yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know about that a lot of seahawks fans um on our slash nfl are like i've seen this one before don't seem to be too convinced think that russ is just stirring the pot um but i don't know lots of craziness um but you know i think i think we just run with Phoenix, and then uh, just see if we can get a guy in the draft next year. So, is his name really Phoenix? Because I always thought it was Penix, and then I, when I first heard someone say Phoenix, I thought they were joking. But I've heard someone that I definitely knew wasn't joking say Phoenix, so... I think it is pronounced Phoenix. With? Awesome. Alright, we're going to talk a lot about a lot of Phoenix next year on this show, <laughs> so I can make sure to tune in for that. Yeah, I heard it's between him and uh, this guy that we played this week. What's his name? So, real exciting time to be a Broncos fan again. Back in the the quarterback obscurity room. Love (laughs) to see it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. If we don't move on from Russ for real, that sort of makes sense to me. Because it feels like we got to pay him either way. I don't really know why we're going to play one of these two bozos instead. But, uh, you know, Sean Payton hates him. So, there, there you have it. Uh, what the, what's how's football been for you we don't have to talk about that the russ era <laughs> in denver did not go according to plan i really thought they were gonna make the playoffs this year after uh that little run you guys went on so disappointing to see it end this way 
Um, you just, just think, like, if they hadn't lost that game against the Commanders earlier this year, I think they'd still be in the running right now, and that would be very exciting. It's very crazy true. because teams that they've beat, the Browns, they locked up a spot. The Bills, very close to locking up a spot. Um, so it's not like they were, you know, just pushovers in the AFC this year. But uh, que sera, sera, I suppose. <laughs> I think... Be. I think after um, the Lions game, I didn't even really care if we squeaked one out, honestly, because it just felt yeah. like we weren't going to do anything in the playoffs no matter what. A lot of people are like, you know, I would have loved to have seen us make the playoffs. And I guess that would have been nice, but I think for me, like, with how the last few seasons have been, the difference between, like, ending above 900, above 500 and getting, you know, destroyed in round one of the playoffs isn't really that fundamentally different. Like, we're either contenders or we're middle of the pack or we're garbage. I don't really see, like, much delineation outside of those three, but yeah. um, I hopefully we'll, we'll clutch the 500 and break our other dreadful losing streak this this week. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, you know, week 18, different Broncos. I got three... Uh, for the last couple of days, I've just been getting memories on Snapchat from like the last couple of week 18s, <laughs> just of screenshots of us, uh, 42 to 43 losing to the Raiders and oh. to kick off 2021, losing uh, by three points last year. Tough stuff. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, bigger and better can, things. I guess we can get to talk about the Eagles. Um, we could just really, yeah, play like bad piano music throughout the whole episode. Just layer that in the background. It's been been a rough few weeks as an Eagles fan. You know, a couple weeks ago we were 10-1, and sitting on top of the world, had just recently defeated. I love that old Imagine Dragons song, so thanks for (laughs) mine. But just beating the, like, the Dolphins, the Chiefs, and the Bills, all within a very short stretch. Um, but now, getting blown out by the Niners, getting blown out by the Cowboys, losing to the Seahawks, losing to Drew Locke on a 92-yard, two-minute drive, um, playing way too close to the Giants in a win, losing to the Cardinals at home, during which I was on a 13-hour trek back from New Jersey, uh, did not make my car ride any more enjoyable, I have to say. <laughs> Uh, it probably was not a joy to be around at the end of that game. But they keep casting it real back out there. They keep reeling me back in. Like, you know what? Maybe they'll turn it around. I see, like, an interview with A.J. Brown I saw earlier today talking about the situation and everything. Like, you know what? These guys seem like they got good heads on their shoulders. They're going to they're gonna get this figured out in the playoffs. And maybe they will. But I just hope I'm not as disappointed as I have been these past few weeks. I don't know. It's it sounds it sounds weird, but it's worse. I kinda don't like going into a game just expecting my team to win because that yeah. makes the loss feel so much worse. Like I would I feel like I would rather it be I agree. You know, like a fifty fifty coin flip at the beginning of the game. Gamblers um, understand this one. Gamblers <laughs> we got any gamblers in the chat. But <laughs> You know what? It's still all right in front of us. There's a chance they could still win the NFC East. The, the commanders are going to have to help us out and play spoiler. Um, 
don't have my hopes too high for that, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. Uh, but uh, even if they, even, even if we don't end up winning the East, you know, I think our first round game will most likely be in uh, Tampa Bay, assuming they win this week. Um, we already won a game oh, in Tampa yeah. Bay this year, so hopefully we can clutch out another one and then see what happens from there. But, but definitely, definitely a lot more depressing headspace as a fan these past few weeks than it was the first 11 or so. Yeah, no, I, for sure. The train has come to kind of a screeching halt. I feel like one of the things I've been hearing people talk about the most with the Eagles is just how, I mean, it's it's sort of becoming a dead horse, but I feel like it is for a good reason, just how predictable the offense is, like how hard they've relied on the QB draw and just like sort of Dude, the run game oh, in general. The, the, the flipping QB draws, man, the keep going back to those and these tunnel screens that don't work in long yard yeah. situations. Like, for anybody that didn't watch the game, the Eagles recovered an onside kick with five minutes left in the game uh, when it was tied against the Cardinals. Chance to go down there, score a touchdown, really just put all hopes of a, a Cardinals win to rest. Um, but they start driving down the field, they get in field goal range, holding penalty, it's first and 20. They call two straight QB draws that net a yard, I believe, yeah. after that. And then they run a screen to the second string running back and that gains about four yards. And then they have to kick a field goal and the Cardinals go down, score a touchdown and win the game. So I, I'm not, it's been like this all year. The play calling mm -hmm. has just made us all scratch our heads at various times in every game. So that, yes, yeah, Ronnie sort of not impressed me very much these last few weeks, honestly, but yeah, it's been, it's been rough, but. Also, losing to other bird teams, never a good look, Come honestly. On, seriously, two losses to bird teams in the last three weeks. What are we doing here? We got no hope of beating the Ravens if we, if indeed we somehow made it to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> yeah, I think there's no gracious. Falcons game in there. That would have been really bad, I think. I um, think I would do the show if we lost to the Falcons. That would just be, that'd be worse than the Cardinals, I think. I had like an eleven way futures parlay that's looking pretty hot if especially if Luca ends up like doing well in the MVP race. Um but uh all of my division choices were supposed to be like locks and I had the Eagles like minus four fifty. So, you know, I'm gonna be rooting really hard for the commanders. Uh but no big deal. I only put in like six dollars on that bet, but I was loving it until like this last week. I was like, ow, oh, this is probably screwed now, is <laughs> uh after that Cowboys game too, especially. But and it sucks because the Cowboys should have lost that game. They should they got help they sure. got gifted by the refs, and that's why they won that game. So I'm sure everybody's heard enough about that. We don't have to go too much into it, but <laughs> you had to see Cowboys it. Stink. Uh fantasy. I won the Wade Dynasty. Oh hey. my goodness. My first sure. fantasy win, actually. Pretty exciting stuff. First fantasy I've... championship? That's exciting. I think I have like eight total seasons under my belt. Um, and I've made two championships, both in the Wade Dynasty. Um, there you go. I have like a, uh, like a 500 hit rate for playoffs and a 500 hit rate for making finals once I get to those playoffs. So I I'll take it. <laughs> Um, That's what's up. Yeah, I was I have, very happy to see you win that one because uh, you were playing against Jake, who had won the first two years of the right. Dynasty, and he just kept getting so lucky. It was like, is he really about to clutch this yeah. out for a third time? So excited to get that trophy from him and deliver it to you. 
he had a fat lead on me. I wasn't paying attention for superstition reasons, but allegedly had a pretty fat lead on me after yeah. CD on Saturday night dropped a pretty fat bomb. I was checking to make sure none of my guys hit the IR. Ultimate um, ended up not really scoring anything, but as always, if 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 any listener remembers anything about my about Subway and the way Dynasty, we live by the air game and we die by the air game. And just Lamar was cooking, Tyreek was cooking. Devontae Adams was Devontae cooking. Adams, man. Points, 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 points. The Bills got three interceptions in the first quarter. So, yeah, I was able to rack up a lot of defensive points from them. And not only one, but I had like a 190-point bomb, like one of my yeah. best fantasy games of the season. So, yeah, I was really happy about it. Scoring output for your team. That was pretty sick. Um, I was in two fantasy championships last week, uh, one in the Hoenn League, your, your league. Um, mm-hmm. We won each other's leagues. No, I lost that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was trying to defend my title from last year. Uh, But Shady beat me by three points, and he brought to my attention earlier today. That all happened on one play, because I lost to Neckler, and he lost the fumble, and uh, Shady had the Broncos defense. So I lost points, and he gained points on that play. (laughs) Ah, That's awesome. Thanks a lot, Austin Eckler, uh, for just blowing it the whole year. Pretty much, really appreciate that. My first round pick, um, and but uh, more uh, more importantly to me, I was in another championship in my sixty dollar buy in league, and I crushed in that one. Joe Flacco carried me uh, through the fantasy uh, playoffs, uh, and you know I'm gonna win a good chunk of chat. Very nice. That like three or four hundred bucks there. Yeah, three four hundred. Uh, for first place in that league, I told him to go ahead and roll over sixty into next year's. Yeah, line, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when you win a hand to Texas Hold'em and leave the ante on the table, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, that one felt good. But um, got a little we espresso were. here. I bought our house an espresso maker for Christmas. Nice. So sort of rolling in the benefits of my gambling winnings here. And speaking of gambling winnings, let's move on to a segment that we never actually look like winners on. Let's <laughs> oh, yeah. This week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Let's Um, it was like two weeks ago when we last did this segment. How did we do? Um probably not well, knowing Jacob, Arizona, 13 and a half. Oh, they blew that one. It was looking so good versus uh, yeah. the Niners. I yeah, I had that in a parlay. Yeah. They blew that one. Giants plus six at New Orleans fell for the Tommy Cutlets. Uh, propaganda did not work out. Yeah. I saw but some week, people talking. On a high note. I saw a thread about if Tommy Cutlets merch was more embarrassing than Russell Wilson Broncos jerseys and... Hopefully people go with Tommy Cutlet's merch as an owner of a Russell Wilson Broncos jersey. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I placed... A proud new owner. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I placed a bet that uh, I won to get that jersey for free, so I'm not going to co- complain oh, about it. I guess. Oh, there you go, yeah. But I saw I saw some people posting pictures of Tommy Cutlet's shirts that they got for Christmas that I thought was really funny. <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a really good, uh, exciting two and a half weeks for Italian Americans. I'll say that. <laughs> but I feel like um, it. I've never seen r slash NFL like turn on a player so quickly. They were all about him. They were all about the manager looking like a funny Italian guy. Um, and then like after two weeks, it was like the manager needs to get out of here. What is he even doing? And uh, I mean, Kelly's kind of sucks at football, also. 
But anyway, let's let's get into these lines. Do you wanna uh, you wanna give your bet first this week? Yeah. So speaking of this was a minute ago, but speaking of really not liking the Cowboys, they are thirteen and a half road favorites at the Commanders this week. Um, they are a much better team than the Commanders are have been all season, but. The Commanders pulled off a Week 18 upset of the Cowboys last year when the Cowboys starters were still, you know, getting a lot of playing time in that game. I think we could see a more, um, we could see a more competitive game. I think the Cowboys have shown time and time again that they're a much better team at home than they are on the road. Uh, so I think in Washington is a is is a good spot for the Commanders to keep this within two touchdowns. And it's going to be Ron Rivera's swan song. We're all assuming he's going to be fired uh, as the Commanders head coach after this game. So yeah. um, he, I'm sure he's going to want to leave out on a high note because I don't think he's going to be head coaching in the NFL again. So give me the Washington Commanders plus 13 and a half. I like this one. I like this one. Yeah, I think um, the Commanders... Uh, like I said earlier, hopefully going to play spoiler party this week for, for both of our sakes. Uh, so I like this a lot more than, you know, taking the money line or whatever. I think uh, that they have a pretty solid chance to cover here. And also, have I don't know, I'm always a little surprised when I see divisional lines this big. Just because, you know, these games tend to be close, like, just because of how familiar the teams are with each other. But Definitely. Um, I am going to be going with a line cover myself um one a team that i'm I'm looking at for a potential upset i still haven't really decided if i'm gonna pick them to upset this week but i know that i like them to cover because i think they're gonna have some fight in them uh the minnesota vikings traveling to play against the lions here in week 18 plus three the lions i think playing for some form of seeding not like officially officially but you know they are uh at 11 and 5 with the cowboys um working to i think that they lose that tie because of the game that happened between these two teams so you know not really going all out assuming that the cowboys are going to win their game but definitely playing to uh you know hope to to grab the second seed but i don't but i do think ultimately there's not going to be a whole lot of motivation for the lions in this game i don't know what the scheduling thing is with the cowboys i don't know like timing wise how much information they'll have but i wouldn't be surprised if lions starters start getting pulled from this game meanwhile the vikings only have an 11 percent chance to make the playoffs at this point unfortunately basically out of it but certainly uh but that's 11 percent chance if they win against a four percent chance otherwise so certainly i think that they're going to be very motivated to try to pull this one out also no other reason uh just to show off you know all the very nice things that this offense has been able to have during their high notes this season. It's been a pretty rocky season for the Vikings, and I feel like they're going to try to um, give their best look here in this last week to, you know, make to keep any chances that they have alive, but also just like to roll over some energy into next year. So I like the Vikings to cover plus three here versus the Lions. All right, surely two winners this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But. Uh... Let's get into this slate of Week 18 games. You want to do a score update real quick? There. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing we usually do. Um, that I was just trying to make sure you were paying attention. <laughs> I am down by uh, two, uh, which I think is the same as last time. We split two and two both times. So we te- text each other our picks. Really exciting stuff. <laughs> Sorry, you can... Oh, wait. Oh, my goodness. My hiccups. 
It's actually my turn to go first this week, so I'll go ahead. I don't, these all say Sunday. Is that actually true? Are they all on Sunday? No, there's two games on Saturday, but we can pretend for the sake of this show that they're all on Sunday. There's, there are none on. There is no Thursday night football. Sadly, the Steelers no, game and the Texans over. game are on yes, Saturday. Those are the two? Okay, so we can just jump into those and then do the rest of the sheet, I guess. Um. Yeah, so the Baltimore Ravens will be hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers on Saturday for some Saturday afternoon football, probably brought to you by Nickelodeon, if I had to guess. This is going to be um, a a big test for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are 9-7, and seven, already clutched their 500 craziness, absolutely craziness, uh, but they sit in the bubble. Lots of teams, I would, just like looking at the playoff picture earlier, uh, most of the teams in the hunt like are all like 99% chance to to make the playoffs if they win. So a lot of teams in control of their own destiny this week. Um, but the Steelers are one of the more actually on the bubble teams that exist at a 63% chance to make it if they win. Um, so I think that they are going to be going into this game guns a-blazing. They are like a little under half. So they're hoping on other games to work out basically no matter what. Um, but I think that, you know, the Ravens essentially have no motivation having clutched the first seed themselves. The Steelers still sort of trying to figure out this quarterback roulette. I think even if they were to somehow win this game and lose the playoffs, it would still be a good opportunity for them to just get some more hours on an offense that actually is going to function properly for them next season. So I like the Steelers in this game. I think Vegas does too, even though it's in Baltimore makes sense, obviously given that they've, that they've clutched the seat at this point in the season. Yeah. You know what? There's a lot of logical sense you make there, uh, but I'm going to go against all that. I'm going to pick the Ravens with Snoop Huntley leading the way to, <laughs> to take the win here. I think John Harbaugh remembers that game earlier this season where the Ravens just, let the Steelers stick around and stick around and stick around the whole time. And the Steelers ended up winning that game, one of Baltimore's few losses this year. And uh, I think there's going to be nothing sweeter for them than to uh, keep one of their most bitter rivals out of the playoffs. The Steelers, even if they do win, do need some help. Like you said, the Bills and the Jags would both have to lose for the Steelers to make it in, um, even if they win. So a lot has to go their way. And I just, I don't know. I know they still got the nine and seven, but I don't think um, I don't think they're going to be able to clutch this one out um, as we might have expected in years past, and I think maybe some of the the little little bit of uh, Mason Rudolph magic is going to be gone now that we're past Christmas. Uh, he's not uh, he's not going to lead the way with his his bright nose anymore in this one, yeah. and I think the the Ravens defense will uh, will take care of him. So let's start this one off with a disagreement. I am going to go with the Ravens. Win Even with the expected win, I, I hope not to see this team in the playoffs because it just sort of annoys me every year that the AFC has all these great teams and then it seems like they just let the wild card spots go to the most mid, like floated yeah. in on like just above 500 Steelers I mean, pretty teams. If the Steelers make it into the playoffs yeah. this year. But uh, anyway, let's move on to the other Saturday game, which is pretty much a playoff game because the winner of this game is going to the playoffs. The Houston Texans are going to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Uh, last time these two teams played, I believe it was week two. The Colts won by 11 points, but that was with a healthy Anthony Richardson. So this is going to look like a much different team. That seems like forever ago that Anthony Richardson yeah. was playing this year. I know, man. It's crazy. crazy. Thing. The Colts. Oh, that's Gardner Minshew quarterbacking that team. That's just how this year has been. But um, 
This one I've kind of gone back and forth on. Uh, Shane Steichen and uh, D'Amico Ryans have both done a really good job as first-year head coaches of these two teams. Uh, uh, C.J. Stroud has made the the Panthers look the fool for not selecting him number one overall. He's been far and away the best rookie quarterback this year, uh, especially after Richardson went out for after a couple weeks. I think this could be a high-scoring game, and if it does tend that way, I I think the, the Texans with C.J. Stroud are going to find a way to win. So I'm going to pick the Texans to win this one here. Ooh. I, man, it's tough because I've wanted to trust in this Colts team all season long uh, to to secure a playoff spot. I was hoping, you know, in a perfect world when I thought we would get one of the wild cards, you know, the the Bills and Colts coming alongside would be obviously the best case for me. And I think that they've had so much fight in them these last few weeks down the stretch. This really is just, like, such a big test for them because even with that, you know, win earlier this season, like you said, it feels so different thinking about Anthony Richardson. This is a team before Jonathan Taylor, who has been a touchdown machine for them for the last few weeks. Uh, but we've just seen the, the the Texans, like, absolutely blow up their opponents uh, a few times down the stretch mm-hmm. here as well. And I think, like, the biggest fear for me is that the Colts would have to win barn burner but i think that the texans are comfortable being the only team that performs in this game like i i I sort of expect shroud to come out and do his thing no matter what and the question is like are the colts going to be able to keep the pace with that and i have not really been impressed with the colts defense for the last few weeks so as much as i want this one to be disagreement and as much as i want the colts to take this one i don't really feel like they have it in them right now so i i'm gonna for i'm gonna Stick to my Stroud boy guts that's got me so far this season. Yeah, um, when I was kind of going back and forth with this one, um, I was thinking, you know, the Colts have had some impressive moments this year. They beat the Ravens. They were real close. Uh, did they beat the Ravens, or was that a close? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But they uh, looked great against the Steelers a few weeks ago. They pulled off a good win against the Raiders this past week. And then I went and looked at their schedule, and they had lost some really crappy games like to the falcons i'm pretty sure they lost um, yeah they won 10 to 6 against the patriots um in germany so the sweet carolina game trust them. yeah so uh we're we're all united on the texans here <laughs> all right yeah the coin coming along with us next up let's get into this sunday slate all divisional matchups of course being in week 18 and we go to the NFC North, where the Green Bay Packers will be taking on the Chicago Bears. The Packers um, have had a bit of an up-and-down season, and they've looked really solid at their best moments. They've looked uh, kind of ridiculous and wildly unproductive at their worst moments. But um, for the most part, they've been able to steady the ship and have stopped being, you know, a vendor for money line wins for their other teams and for their opponents and now here in week 18 they find themselves with a win in your in scenario versus the chicago bears who held on to an opportunity who held on to a statistical property opportunity to make the playoffs uh, all the way into these last couple of weeks but now at seven and nine find themselves out um 
but I think that the Bears' future is quite bright uh, with a sad boy uh, from the Trojans coming their way in the near future. Um, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe even a different guy. Who knows? There's a lot of good, but certainly a good QB coming their way, or they could do a foolish thing and not do that, but I doubt it. That's the thing. Justin Fields has been pretty good these last couple weeks. Their stadium was chanting his name during their win in week 17. The locker room all really seems to love him. So as crazy as it seems, and I would have been saying the same thing a couple weeks ago. I don't know. They it looks like they have they another could, tough decision on their hands with this. You think they could shop that trade? I mean, they totally could, right? I don't know what kind yeah, of package they would I get for it. Some some things that I've heard people like throw out there is like trade down to like three or four, and then still be able to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. And then you've got DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison Jr. there with Justin Fields, and I think yeah, I like a that something that way. But yeah, um, we'll I sort of like they that. To do. Yeah interesting stuff but either way yeah i think that there's a lot of hope uh in chicago definitely not making a tough bad decision for once i think that there's going to be a lot of good opportunities certainly not you know the panthers who are the, the worst team in the league and have no first overall pick but um even though they are out you know they have the opportunity to hold out their eternal big brothers um and they are hosting and i'm uh, sorry they actually aren't hosting but they yeah they can play spoiler and justin fields obviously fighting for his job so i think there's going to be a lot of fight in the bears in this game and i'm just going to say that this is going to be the packers not making the playoffs they've looked like not really a playoff team to me at multiple moments this season um them not making it like leads to the saints or seahawks or maybe even the vikings making it or the falcons who also all don't really look like playoff teams to me but i think that the packers um had too many stupid wins i mean too many stupid losses early on to be in a scenario like this and they've really put themselves against the wall in this scenario where the bears have so much to play for even being eliminated uh so i i like chicago in this one going back to my bear boy roots I'm going for an upset in this one as well. I'm taking the Bears. I was hoping this would be a disagreement, but Packers find themselves in a very, very, very similar situation as last year where they just had to win that Week 18 game against the Lions, and the Lions played spoiler despite being eliminated. So uh, hopefully the Bears are able to do the same thing. That would be pretty funny because I'm not a Packers fan, but uh, that would be, I'm sure, brutal and agonizing if you are a Packers fan. Sorry, Jake. Um, Coin going with the Packers here. Uh, does not believe in the Justin Fields hype. Up next, let's talk about a game we already mentioned a little bit, the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders. Um, I said it last year, Commanders played spoiler in week. Uh, it wasn't really that much of spoiling because the Cowboys, I don't think, had anything to gain from winning that game. But Commanders yeah. did beat them in the last game of the season. Uh, they were close for a lot of their Thanksgiving game. It ended up being pretty lopsided at the end. Um, but at least until halftime, it was a pretty close game. So this one being in Washington and me hating the Cowboys and wanting there to be any chance of the Eagles still to win their division. I'm going to be picking the, the commanders with Sam Howell to win this game. So let's go Ron Rivera, win your last game and uh, do me, do me a solid please, buddy. Uh, just because you give me the insurance of not making this a disagreement, I'm going to take the commanders as well. Let's go. I'd love to see the Eagles get the spot uh, for my own bed for your podcast. sake. I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> Still think that they've been artificially inflating their their offensive stats basically all season long, um, but yeah, 
man. The and one other thing that's changed since the last time we recorded the dark, dark shadowy lands of the Dak Prescott Brock Purdy MVP race. Like we finally have exited, and yes, I'm starting to hear my Keen Lamar's name oh. thrown around. Oh no, yeah. wait, what are you? If you ask, no, 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 I'm saying if you ask Vegas, he's got it locked up. He's like minus yeah. twenty thousand to win MVP. Yeah. So I mean, after this last week, especially like generational performance from yeah. him, absolutely the, insane. The bright light of Lamar Jackson shining through, clearing up those those clouds of Dak versus Purdy <laughs> argument. It's crazy because his last MVP season, I was like, I, I would have if you had asked like, is this guy gonna win another one? I would have said of course, but this seems like such an odd like amount of time to have passed since the last yeah. time he did it. Yeah. Um, but I think very well speaks to how great he is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, let's let's get on with it. Next up, we have my oh Denver Broncos. Oh boy, traveling to the Raiders. Even though you know I've lost a lot of the steam that I had for this team to potentially make it out of the season, I think that we are still fighting for our over under. Believe it or not, I think that we also are just fighting for five hundred. Um, and you know, Sean Payton has mentioned wanting to end positive. I think that uh, our new QB is looking to potentially, like, earn a spot, especially with, you know, Phoenix in the rafters trying to get out there. So I think that they uh, – I think that the Broncos are going to be looking good in this game. And also, I think, like, I don't know if any person who isn't a Broncos fan would say this, but to me, like, I feel like – a season where we snapped the Chiefs' lost streak, being Sean Payton's first season, I feel like it just like sort of makes sense to me that the team would want to also snap this Raiders' lost streak as well, just sort of clear out a lot of the bad mojo that's existed and uh, for this team for the last few years. Lockdown five hundred beat these teams that we've had an impossible time beating for the last few years. I think, like, especially now that we won that Chiefs game, like, to lo- to go 0-2, to get swept in the series against the Raiders again, it's just, like, foolishness. Not about not it. Happened. So Not happening. So I'm going to be going with my Broncos, um, who who will be Cortland Suttonless again. It's worth noting. Um, but, you know, maybe Javante will score it. An elusive touchdown. Wouldn't that be incredible? Yeah, get himself the three on the year. But anyway. Yeah. Go with the Broncos as well. Got to play the soundbite for our guy, RIP. Uh, no longer probably a Bronco. But um, this is a Jared Stidham revenge game. He was the backup for the Raiders last year. and he had Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. For them, so uh, he's going to be extra motivated for sure against this team, <laughs> um, I guess. But do you want to take a guess at the last time the Broncos beat the Raiders? I know it. I think it was 2019, wasn't it? It sure was. December 29th, 2019. So you yeah. went uh, full calendar years of 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023 yeah. without beating the yeah. Raiders. Actually, the Broncos have never beaten the Las Vegas Raiders. They this decade. Have... Oh, oh, yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's awful. That's awful to think about. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Let's go, Broncos. Oh, my gosh. We only have wins on 31 teams in this league. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy. I don't know. Have we been able to beat the Commanders? I feel like we've lost to the Commanders as well. It's stupid. Mm, Yeah, I believe that's true. Yikes. You got to start racking up wins (laughs) against these teams, man. Um, 
Up next, oh, sorry, the coin going with the Raiders. Gross. Up next, we've got the Jacksonville Jags taking on the Tennessee Titans in Nashville. Jags need a win to lock up the AFC South. Um, if they lose, I think there's still a scenario where they can get in. Um, I'm not exactly sure of what that is, but I believe it does exist. Um, yes, Jags. They have a 22% win. chance. I don't really know what it's like, though, either. I think probably the Bills and the Steelers. And no, yeah, I think the Bills and the Steelers would both have to lose. So, yeah. Um, not super likely because I'm expecting a Bills win. Spoiler alert. But uh, I, I think the Jags are going to win this one anyway. The Titans have been pretty uh, lackluster all season. No real identity because they haven't been able to get any real vintage Derrick Henry moments. I mean, he's had some games where he's put up some good, like, stats but um he just hasn't been the derrick henry of old 30 years old so not really super surprising there uh the jags i think um they're gonna be the healthiest they've been in a while the lawrence didn't play last week and so he's gonna uh, come back after having some time to recover uh travis Etienne had a really good game last week he's gonna look to keep that up so i'm taking the jags to win this one here the jags lost the Steelers have to lose, and the Broncos have to lose, and the Colts and Texans can't end in a tie. So there you go. Um, Wait, the Broncos have to lose, or the Bills? Yeah, because the Broncos could end a th- could enter a three way tie with the Jags Steelers that the Steelers have already won schedule apparently. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so they can't. So they can't make it in, but they have to lose to guarantee someone. That's weird. I know, right? Yeah, because we can, yeah, we can enter a, a tiebreaker that we won't win, but it would force the Jags <laughs> to, to lose their tie, a tiebreaker with the Steelers because they have like a, they have a, they have that tiebreaker with the Steelers head to head, but they lose the three way tiebreaker because it's a strength of schedule tiebreaker. Hmm. Yeah, weird stuff. Anyway, forget all that. I'm gonna be taking them anyway. When. Win if you're in, even with it being in Tennessee, the Titans look rough. Uh, Derrick Henry has looked sort of like a shell of himself for these last few games, really not making it happen um, with some of these touches. There's a bummer. Running backs get a year older every year. It's crazy to think about, but um, I think that the Jags have been cooking for these last few weeks. Doug Peterson said, you know, there's only one playoff scenario that matters to us. That's what I like to hear. This team has been playing like a divisional champion all year. It'd be crazy to think that they would lose it here at the last mm-hmm. moment to the only dysfunctional team in their division, by the way. Will Levis um, got carted off the field because he's been popped like a balloon time and time again. I don't think that uh, the Titans <laughs> are really going to have much of a physical attack against this Jags team. So I'm, I'm going to go with Jacksonville here. I saw um, a screenshot on the Jag subreddit that was like, just remember how far we've come. And it was like a tweet for 2019 that was like, this decade for the Jags, <laughs> like 2 and 14, 3 and 13, 4 and, f- and 12, <laughs> one play away from the Super Bowl, 5 and 11, <laughs> 6 and 11. <laughs> it's been a crazy ride for yeah. Jacksonville fans. That is, that's crazy to think about. All right, let's move on. Next up, let's hop over to the... Oh, the Titans. Oh, yes, thank you. Let's hop over to the AFC East for what is 
low key the match of the week. I mean, I don't even think low key. Both these teams, no. yeah, but pretty high key. Both these teams standing practically to to make the playoffs. There is, you know, I mean, I mean the the Dolphins are absolutely clutch, but could lose their divisional spot, fall to the fourth seed. Um, the Bills, on the other hand, have scenarios where they make it. Um, they are not one hundred percent. Uh, necessary for it to be control their destiny. They obviously are completely in, but I have seen that you know if a couple things go certain ways. I think namely if the Steelers win and the Jags win and uh, whichever one of the teams that the uh, between the Colts and Texans that the Bills lost to. I can't remember right now. Um, maybe they didn't even. But there is <laughs> there there was a scenario where the Bills uh, could be in a second seed or miss the playoffs game here, which is pretty yep. crazy to think about. Um, but, you know, it makes sense when you look at this Bill season because they've been the second seed team and they have not been a playoff team at m- many different moments. I think that um, you could build a, a coffee table book of pictures of Josh Allen's faces this season that would tell the whole story. It's just been quite a crazy ride. But I think that this team has a lot of heart they're playing very 2023 football in that they just have been very focused on the air game and it's not been very clean, but they've been winning through being the better defense and the better attack game in the air. And I think that the Dalton Kincaid connection has been really great. This team, I think, yeah. has been a quiet like forerunner for the tight end metamorphosis like outside of like the names that you hear people talk about all the time for the last few years and the fact that uh Kincaid you know being spoken of so highly by Travis Kelsey immediately sharing so much time with Dawson Knox who's obviously an elite tight end in his own right I think that this team is just great at bringing up offensive talent and um I you know saw the last time they played the Dolphins I've seen the Dolphins every time they've played a team that's going to be in the AFC playoffs I know how this one goes. And also with all the injury issues they've been having for the last few weeks, I think Hill is basically good to go at this point, but Moser didn't play last week. Um, so not all going to be there. The Bills have been <laughs> playing hurry-up Madden offense for the last four weeks. I think that they're going to kind of shred the Dolphins to pieces here a little bit. So I, I'm, I'm liking the Bills here. Of course, taking, taking a money line here. Going to probably take like... A Bears Dolphins, <laughs> I mean a Bears Bills parlay this week, but yeah, that yeah, might look Bill a little spicy. Special parlay, yeah. Bears and Bills, but um, yeah, this AFC this is basically all, triple all B, tri- triple Bs. Put it out there. Let's get those odds boosted to uh, the NFL's special parlay. But uh, yeah, this is basically the AFC cha- East Championship game. Winner of this is the AFC East champion. Loser, mm-hmm. I mean. As you said, a uh, whole variety of different things could happen. But uh, Bills are 4-0 since it, Sean McDermott was outed as an Al-Qaeda sympathizer. So uh, I <laughs> to continue that here, what would... What, uh, what That's would his since do? tweeting Johnny stat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lamar Jackson since tweeting since Johnny. Tweeting Johnny. <laughs> he was so right when he tweeted Johnny. So that's what you want. Uh, cerebral quarterback. But um, <laughs> anyway, I think the Bills are going to win this one. One of their most dominant games this season was against the Dolphins. They won 40-something to 20-something. That's a very specific stat I'm throwing out there, but you could check it. It's not wrong. Um, 
the the fact that this is in January and it's in Miami is good for the Bills because you remember last year they played early in the year in Miami. They were all dying of heat exhaustion out there. <laughs> um, they just kept running them back out there on the field and play more football. Um, but, yeah, I think the Dolphins are going to kind of crumble under the pressure here. I don't think they're they're built to win these high-octane matches. They're not built to win these high-pressure matches, I don't think. So uh, I'm going to be taking the Bills shocking both of us going with the bills on nfl's i know crowd gasps who are they gonna play okay i i could take the jags i mean i could take the dolphins versus the jags that's fine i just i don't want to see these dolphins lose in the first round because i do think they're great but um you know not great enough when it's when it's mattered the most i'm afraid i thought it was interesting seeing uh i saw a stat i don't know if you saw this the ravens are the highest highest scoring defense of the season the Dolphins are the highest scoring offense of the season. And the last five times that that's that, that a matchup between those two have happened, the highest scoring defense of the season has won the game. So, yeah, I remember that being the case when the Seahawks and the Broncos played in the Super Bowl. That was like a big. Uh, Why are we talking about this right now? Sorry. Let's talk about <laughs> 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 um, next, let's talk Dude, about my, oh, my cousin Owen, notorious monster, notorious Seahawks fan. Telling me all Christmas, like this means that the Seahawks won the trade, right? This this gotta mean that that the Seahawks won the trade, and then he's like, "Man, you want Drew Lock back? Drew Lock's looking pretty good right now." And then he was like, "Hey, remember uh, when he was like, remember when Russell Wilson almost got drafted by the Broncos, but he got passed over for being too short?" And I was like, "Get out of here, man! I don't want to talk to you at this all." Freaking guy. Well. At least the Seahawks aren't going to win any games in the playoffs either this year. So very true. You have that to, <laughs> you yeah, have that very to pretend playoff team. Warm and nice. uh, up next, let's talk about more disappointment. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New York Giants uh, in New Jersey. Um, I'm going to pick the Eagles to win. Obviously, don't think I need to break it down too much. It's going to be Eagles still hoping to win their division against uh, another inferior team. So maybe they will blow this. But um, I think I think they're going to get their act together. Um, maybe I'm coping, but go birds. I'm picking the Eagles to win. Yeah, I uh, will also be going with the Eagles here. They don't gotta have... see that bet cash. Yeah, I gotta see that bet cash. I, they don't really have anything to play for at all outside of like you know hoping that they are able to somehow get the division back. But I think you know to to rest your starters when things have been as dysfunctional as they have been for the last few weeks. Uh, would be foolish. Hopefully, the Eagles are going to treat this game like the the primetime scrimmage from God that they've been gifted. Um, because they, I don't think it's actually primetime, but you know, it's a very good opportunity for them to, as you said, right the ship a little bit, get things working, maybe try a couple more offensive plays before you go into the playoffs. Because any hopes that you had of favorable matchups home field advantage buys um that during that lossless streak earlier on the season is unfortunately behind us now so um i have to look towards getting some momentum going again and, and i like the eagles to do that in this game versus the giants who can't really do anything this season um i can't believe those guys were in the playoffs last year huh pretty crazy the coin I mean, oh wait, were they? <laughs> they missed it. They were. No, yeah. They were. Yeah. 
your face, I was like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. But no, I was, I was just thinking sure about the fact that the Eagles just had to beat the Cardinals and then the Giants to secure the the division title, and they lost to the Cardinals, so that was real cool. But anyway. Yeah. Rough stuff. The coin going with the Giants. Good for the coin. Next up, we have a battle of the Boyds, the NFC uh, West. <laughs> the NFC West birds, both of which coming off of hot wins against the Eagles in the last few weeks, are going to be a playing <laughs> here. Um, the Cardinals have been out of contention longer than some high school teams for a playoff spot. Absolutely wanting their 4-12 and record. This team has been up and down and all around since we started recording this show. Truly, it's so many different types of results in the six seasons that we've made this show from the Cardinals, the five seasons that we've made this show from the Cardinals, and um, back to the bottom of the league they go. But they have been putting up some exciting wins, some exciting close-ish matches in the last few weeks. Definitely trying to make things look good for their newer coaching staff and Kyler also trying to secure some sort of future as a franchise quarterback for this team. The Seahawks are resting on needing losses from the Buccaneers and Packers and maybe also the Saints, but I don't think so. Um, But yeah, hoping to see the Buccaneers and Packers lose in order to clinch the playoffs. Um, Oh, yeah. No, they need the Saints to lose and the Bucks to win and clinch the division and the Packers to lose. That's the Seahawks scenario. Yes. Uh, So, but outside of all that stuff, they also have to win. But I think that this is another team that, like, has a little bit of motivation to win, but also just, I think, has motivation to get good looks out there. They've been trying a couple different things um, in the quarterback room for the last few weeks. I'm not exactly sure if we're going to see Drew Locke or Gino, but I think both those guys obviously playing for um, their future with this team right now, trying to get the best looks that they can out there on the field. They've also been so supportive of each other, which I think is really cool to see. I hope to see more sort of energy like that from QB rooms in the future. Both those guys... I think I've known to be pretty cool for a while, though, so not super surprising. But I think that the Seahawks have... It, it, it makes sense why they've been able to be a playoff team with all of the, like, muck in the NFC this year because they're very good at abusing the run game. They have a really solid receiving staff, even if they haven't had the best quarterback in the league. The, their lines have been an issue. The defense has been a little bit of an issue. But they are good at winning fundamental... 90-style games, 80-style games, just like Pete Carroll has always been. And I think that they can force the Cardinals to play their style one last time here in this last week, where the Cardinals are, like I said, trying to put out good looks, but but ultimately have been out of the season for a few weeks now. Um, and just came off of a surprising win over you guys, sadly, obviously. So <laughs> I don't really expect them to be able to, to put together that much momentum two weeks in a row. Yeah, I think the Cardinals are very susceptible to run the run. So I think that this is kind of Pete Carroll's dream here. He can just kind of pound the rock over and over and over again and get a win. I think that is exactly what's going to happen as the Seahawks try to, as you say, get a playoff spot. Coin going with the Seahawks as well. So that's a that's a bird up uh, unanimous there, I suppose. Um, but up next, we've got a game that you mentioned in bet on it, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Detroit Lions. Um, 
what you failed to take into your your considerations here is that Dan Campbell is a he's a he's a guy that just likes to win regardless. So uh, maybe they will end up pulling their starters at some point late in the game, but um, they can they can hope and dream that the Cowboys and Eagles both lose because that's what they would need to <laughs> jump up to this two seed. But I think Dan Campbell is going to have his guys playing hard regardless. Uh, what we saw from the Vikings last week was very embarrassing. 33-10 to 10 loss against the Packers. They're going to be starting Nick Mullins in this game. Not sure why they didn't last game. Jaron Hall clearly wasn't the answer. But um, I, I think the Lions, they're going to be a little extra motivated after how they saw that, that loss um, come about last week against the Cowboys. And uh, I think... I think we're going to see some biting kneecaps here from from Dan Campbell's squad. So I'm going to take the Lions. Yeah, I I think I would certainly not bet both of these things at the same time. But even though I like the Vikings to cover here, I do think that the Lions are going to be able to pull it out. These two teams tend to play really close games anyways. But um, like you said, the, Dan Campbell, you know, he he does like to make the guys like – put out a pretty good product week in and week out. And I also think that like with how some of their losses have been in the last week, it doesn't really make sense to take your foot off the gas. You're not really a team that like, there's, uh, you know, not that any team that would not do it because they don't deserve this, but I do feel like there's a little bit of a like ego that comes with sitting your starters, you know, like, Oh, we're, we're a team to beat right now. And I think the lions, have had a great season, but they don't really strike me as a team to beat at the moment. I think that there are still some things they can smooth out. Still good to get some more touches for Jared Goff, um, who has had some good games and bad games, and I think the air game is going to matter a whole lot come the playoffs. So I like the Lions in this one, but I think it's going to be a notoriously close Vikings game, even though we didn't get one from them this last week. The coin likes the Lions. And next up, we have the New Orleans Saints hosting the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons and the Saints, both of these teams in the playoff race, if you can believe it. The Saints hoping to see the Buccaneers fall to the Panthers. Uh, I'm sure that's going to happen. But, you know, they can also make it in. They have better odds than the Seahawks. I think that they can also make it in with just, like, Packers and Seahawks losses. Yeah, they definitely can. So the Saints have opportunities, uh, assuming they win, to make the playoffs here. The Falcons also have some opportunities if they win, but it's a much dirtier race. I think both these teams though, um, man, there are a lot of teams that like really didn't find any sort of footing at all. It feels like until the last couple of months and like really need to be looking towards next year. And I feel like these are two more teams that that really applies to. Uh, We've talked so many times about, why Derek Carr keeps starting. And I guess like these last couple of weeks have been a little bit of an indication why he's had some pretty solid performances, keeping the saints alive in the season, this win over Tampa Baker in Tampa Baker. Uh, this last week I thought looked really solid from yeah. them. Um, so, you know, I think that the saints to me have the stuff of a playoff team. They've been kind of weak, but they play pretty solid fundamental football. Derek Carr has, had his moments this season. I think ultimately their run game and like their defense, like in clutch moments has been enough to keep them in the, in the the race. I don't love them past this week at all, but I think that the Falcons have faltered, especially defensively when it's mattered most. And I 
don't trust them at all in the clutch as well. Ritter has had some fun moments, but it's not inspired a whole lot of hope in me. So I, I like the Saints here to stay alive in, in their theoretical playoff race. Yeah, I'm going to be going with the Saints as well. I don't think Arthur Smith should probably keep his job. He's been handed just like the absolute blessing of Kyle Pitts and Drake London and B. John Robinson on his team, and the offense just continues to sputter and sputter week after week, year mm-hmm. after year. So um, hopefully we'll see some major changes down there in Atlanta. Uh, I think Saints will win this game. I hope they we don't have to see them in the playoffs, though, because they're very another very mediocre team. I think I would rather watch the Seahawks in the playoffs than the Saints. Yeah, we're sort of picking a, a Seahawks playoff seventh seed right now i'm noticing like with these agreements yeah we are so i I, and honestly that's probably what i would like to see the most out of packers seahawks saints um yeah so that lines up nicely i suppose but uh yeah i'm going with the saints here falcons stink um even more than the saints do so coin going with falcons however trying to keep that dream alive i suppose up next we've got the new york jets taking on new england patriots uh, who cares? Uh, could be Bill Belichick's last game as a New England Patriot. Lots of smoke to that uh, this this season, so I guess we'll see. But um, he doesn't lose to the Jets. I don't think he's going to lose to the Jets here, especially if it's his last game. So I guess just based on that, I'm going to pick the Patriots to win. I feel like there's maybe a little bit more argument with Mike Tomlin because this may be becoming a situation that's not really suited well for either party anymore. But I saw some people on our slash NFL talking about how wild it is to see Steelers and Patriots fans like what Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick fired after yeah. the the in, insanely fruitful careers that both of these guys have given these teams. But um, if I was Belichick, I certainly would be wondering. I would just hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song in the back of my head 24-7. Just like <laughs> absolute awful situation they found them in this year when like you have Bailey Zappi in week 18 saying like I'm excited for QB competition next year like you know your your franchise (laughs) is is in a messy spot um the Jets have been funny to watch with activated Aaron Rodgers in the headset uh play calling for the last few weeks but that they are an incredibly bad team I think that Bill Belichick would never ever ever end his career with the Patriots on a loss to the team that he has sunned so much for his entire career. Um I am definitely not taking the Jets in the clutch versus Bill Belichick. Never ever would I ever. I'm gonna take the Patriots here. The coin also likes the Patriots in this one. The coin gets it and I get it too honestly. Next up we have the San Francisco 49ers Hosting the Los Angeles Rams. The Quick, Rams. Before you talk about this game at all, who what's the quarterback matchup? Do you know? <laughs> I actually have no clue. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, In this game, we get to see Carson Wentz lead the Rams against Sam Darnold and the San Francisco 49ers. Because they're both oh resting boy. their starters. <laughs> oh boy, that's really exciting stuff. Oh my goodness. Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold, huh? I'm sure r slash the Darnold is freaking out. That's one of my favorite subreddits. Uh, <laughs> I have to check that one out. I haven't seen that. I, I saw a, uh, I was thrifting with my cousins and I found a Jets Sam Darnold jersey for like $2.99. I was thinking about picking it up. I oh, dude, kind of I would have certainly bought A good that, piece. Sure. It was a small, but I was, so oh, I could never really wear it. It would just be like yeah. a piece to show people. But um, 
Yeah, that's really funny. The the Rams, man, hot dog. I can like I cannot believe they clinched a playoff spot. I'm so happy. This team has been yeah. an ancillary focal point for me all season long. I probably have picked them to win 15 times. I've been all about the Rams all season, and it's been up and down and all around, but they have made it happen. Ending the season with a guaranteed 500, clutching the six seed. I think that they're the six seed basically no matter what, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, they and really have nothing to play for. Yeah, so yeah, it makes sense that there's not going to be a starter in this one. Um, but yeah, really exciting to see. Is Puka resting? Is Cooper resting? Are they resting all those so guys? I got a notification earlier that Stafford, Puka, not Puka, Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Kyron Williams are all resting. Not Puka though. So that Wentz okay. to Puka connection is going to be that. That actually, that's why I brought him up first because it sort of made sense to me that they might try to give him touches because I also mm-hmm. think that he's competing for some rookie regular season stat records. If I'm not I think mistaken, he is. yeah, yeah. For so reception. they might just get him those and then take him out, or maybe they'll just let him keep keep going. Yeah, who knows? Um, but. You know, even though I've loved the Rams all season, in this game that is meaningless, uh, where the Niners could potentially clinch best record in the league, best record in the div- or tie for best record in the league, or best record in the division, also with it just being, um, you know, it, it, checking to make sure, yeah, with it being in San Francisco, and just with the notorious sunning of the Rams by the Niners for the last few years, I think that this is just going to be a game where one set of backups are more familiar with beating the other set of backups. Uh, hopefully Puka will be able to clutch his receptions and yards for a rookie records, which I think he's going for both of those. Um, the receptions one, surely he's already clutched. Like he yeah, was he like, might have, yeah. yeah, but I think he's going for yards now. Um, so hopefully he's able to make that happen. But I think the 49ers just as a 51 man roster, are playing more efficient football and are going to put out more points in the in this in this meaningless garbage time game. So I'm gonna go with the Niners. You know what? For a, a game that really doesn't matter at all, this is gonna be a very competitive game because both of these coaches, I'm sure, do not want to lose to the other, regardless of the situation with their their friendship and everything over the years. Um, Sean McVay, especially as he has been sunned, as you said, by Kyle Shanahan's team over the years, but. Um, as a former Carson Wentz stand, I'm going to have to go with the Rams here. I think, uh, I think they're going to pull it out. I think Puka, hopefully he'll play more than just to get the record. Hopefully they'll keep him in the whole game because I think that could make a big difference, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Could be the best the guy on the field by far, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Give me the Rams <laughs> to win this meaningless game. Uh, Coin also going with the Rams in this one. Speaking of meaningless games, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs who – no matter what happens on Sunday, are going to be the three seed in the AFC, uh, going to take on the I'll Los take Angeles it. Chargers. We're getting LA. better. We're finally <laughs> going to see Mahomes play a road playoff game this year. Unless they lose the them. AFC Finals. Unless this is the year. First round. <laughs> They're going to lose the AFC Finals. I believe. I believe it could happen. It could. Be, this could be it. They, it certainly is the best chance. Um, but this game, uh, whatever. I guess I don't. I don't think the Chiefs are probably going to be playing their starters. The Chargers are going to play everybody, I'm sure, because they've got. They're going to be playing Easton Stick. That's for sure. Easton Stick is going to go crazy on this Chiefs defense. That isn't going to be playing anybody. So, I guess I'm going to go with the Chargers. I don't. I don't really. 
feel too strongly about this game one way or the other. So just give me the Chargers mm-hmm. in in this one. Yeah. This game is definitely pretty meaningless. I think I that, should probably try um, to figure out like for sure if the Chiefs are going to be resting their starters or not before I make this decision because <laughs> I'd hate I'm to be positive. Out. I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Well, then again, I don't know because this last week there were like a lot of reports about how they yeah. had been like trying to like put a lot of electricity back into the offense a little bit. So maybe mm. Andy Reid is in a situation where he wants them motivated, but I could see them maybe playing a hat like a little bit more than some of the other starters, but tutoring out as the game goes on. Um, the, I, I don't even necessarily feel like they need to, because as much downfall as I want to prey on for the chiefs and as little competition as, you know, the Bengals put up against them. Ultimately, I think that, uh, they did look a little bit back in shape this last week. The Travis Kelsey connection was working, which has sort of been a real canary in the coal mine for how well the Chiefs offense as a whole has been performing this year, which isn't a coincidence. <laughs> but uh, I think that they're looking pretty solid. I don't really see how much better they could look. Meanwhile, you have uh, Easton Stick playing for NFL Future. You have the Chargers, who have been having a really awful go at it especially in divisional games and you know with each of the other teams in this division trying getting a win off the chiefs this season i'm sure they'd like to get one under their belt i like this disagreement so the the agreement here so i'm gonna go with the chargers as well but the coin is gonna go with the chiefs alone on chiefs island next up we have oh boy oh boy oh boy oh boy what a fun one is this gonna be this is another garbage game is it no i guess not the buccaneers have no, the Buccaneers have everything to gain here. You're right. The win if you're in for the Buccaneers, I think um I like their odds, I gotta say. Playing against <laughs> the Panthers two and fourteen. League worst Panthers have had pretty abysmal season. Um I saw that they were selling tickets for I don't remember which game it was, but there was a Panthers game. What have I just done? I've I've started a game in Discord apparently. Get out of here, game. Speaking of there games. was a Panthers game two weeks ago. I'm trying to remember. I'm looking to see who it was. No, it wasn't the Packers. The Falcons. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, that game, those tickets were like $2.50. It yeah. was freezing cold, and people still didn't show up. Pretty funny stuff. Panthers have lost a lot of their fan base, um, and, you know, for good reason. They have been completely hopeless all year, made this huge win now trade for the number one draft pick and the worst draft that I've ever paid attention to. And Bryce Young has delivered on that in spades looking so much worse than like every other quarterback in that awful class, which is pretty hilarious. But uh, yeah, the Panthers have been lawn out of this season, trying to put together wins here and there, but almost no narrative has been able to get them the W Buccaneers with everything on the line with how great they've been playing um when it's when in, everything's been working this year. I have really liked Tampa I've really liked Tampa Baker. Uh, my cousin Owen and I we don't agree on a lot of things, but one thing we agree on is our love for Baker Mayfield and for Josh Allen. And he and I were both talking about how much Baker deserves comeback player of the year. Um hopefully you know, I, I understand, I understand the, the Hamlin situation, but dude had two tackles on the year. I'm just saying Baker has looked like a stud after being the Carson Wentz for the Rams last year. 
Um, and it's had so many clutch time drives um, that even if the Panthers do want to put up a little bit of fight, I, I love Baker when it matters most to get the Buccaneers into the playoffs. This dude is going to see the playoffs again. Oh, yeah. Um, it's too... I actually have loved, we're about to talk about it. I'm I'm completely happy with the surge that the Browns have happened have had, but if it weren't for the Joe Flacco storyline and the Browns probably missing the playoffs without that, uh it would have been really nice to see Baker end up winning uh, a couple of years later. But I still feel like arguably he has. So um yeah, let's go Buccaneers here. Yeah, I think take uh Tampa Baker, our boy, is gonna wake up feeling dangerous on Sunday morning and he's going to clutch out that future that I bet a couple weeks ago for the Buccaneers to win the NFC South when they were like plus 430 or something like that. Uh, pretty good odds there. So I believe in our boy, the Panthers, just no direction, no future. Hopefully they fire their, uh, you can't fire an owner. Hopefully their owner sells the team at some point. Um, but um, rough for a team that I've like rooted for on and off throughout my football fandom mostly when cam newton was there but um yeah go buccaneers i guess hopefully the eagles manage to win their division so that they're not playing the buccaneers in the first round because i'd like to see the buccaneers win a playoff game but um anyway coin going with the panthers to get their third win on the season so we will see how that one goes up next we have the browns as you just mentioned taking on the cincinnati Bengals in another game that doesn't matter uh, the Browns are not going to be playing 39-year-old Joe Flacco in this one. Surprise, surprise. They're going to give him the week off. Um, Sitting that guy is so funny at this point in the season. I mean, it, obviously. Just, just incredible. Um, the Bengals uh, have been eliminated. Nothing to play for um, except for Jake Browning, maybe to further his NFL career, uh, earn a roster spot, uh, maybe somewhere else, or maybe just uh, secure a long-term backup job for Joe Burrow here in Cincinnati. But... I'm going to go with the Bengals to win just because they have no incentive to sit any of their guys. The Browns have every incentive to sit their guys. So uh, pretty pretty clear advantage for the Bengals, I think, in this one, especially being at home as well, compounded with that. Yeah, I think um, it's been a fortunate couple of weeks for us to not be able to get episodes out given how rough things have gone for our teams. But the one... <sighs> big bummer for me was that I wasn't able to talk about this Joe Flacco storyline because I have just been so excited about the Browns for the last oh, few weeks. Same. Um, Joe Flacco, fantasy champion for me all time. Uh, thank you so much, <laughs> Joe. We, we did it, Joe. <laughs> it's funny. I, I don't really hold any ill will for the time he was with the Broncos because we got him hurt and also we're in the middle of a coaching quarterback roulette nightmare at the time um but it's really cool to see i mentioned it briefly after his first win that like haha ha, ha, this actually could be like a hall of fame clutching season for him but now i think that that like really really is on the table actually uh because the dude is having arguably like his second most noteworthy season as a player making so many splashes i saw that he had more passing touchdowns than seven teams do this season um yeah, and the only one of those teams that has a winning record is the Steelers, and they want Mike Tomlin fired. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, seven more passing. I saw, like, going into this game with the Jets, the Jets had nine, and he had 11. And after that game, the Jets had 10, and he had 15. <laughs> so, bro is cooking with peanut oil. He is going to be sitting this week. But I am so excited to see um, this 
you know, Deshaun Watsonless Browns team look nasty in the playoffs. This is one of the teams that I'm pulling for at this point. There's a lot of teams I'm, I like going into this offseason, this postseason, actually. So pretty exciting stuff. Going to as lots of opportunities to stifle the Chiefs. I think lots of opportunities to see the Rams maybe get some upsets. I'm I'm like in both sides of this bracket right now, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bengals here because as you said. Um, no reason to sit a guy like Jamar Chase or something like that. You give your good starters one last game in what's been an ultimately super disappointing season for the fans, uh, whereas the Browns are not going to be letting Miles Garrett or Joe Flacco even smell the football this Sunday. <laughs> the coin is going with uh, the Bengals here joining us in the in the three way to to wrap it up. Well, pause. Ending it in the <laughs> in the agreement to wrap it up. Um, and two disagreements. I wonder how this one's gonna go. Haha. Uh, but we are here in the clutch with the playoffs. I like it. I like being within one or two points going into the playoffs. Um, it makes those games matter a whole lot, especially with how few of them they're going to be. Uh, but I think this is gonna be a spicy year. Surely, I texted you after this last week, like. Surely the Ravens are going to get it at this point. I think that they look like the clearest Super Bowl contender that we have, but um, lots of teams on similarly structured playoff campaigns, I would say. There's not really any, like, old teams. Even the Ravens have had some weird looks and I think could get an unlucky bracket. So I'm really excited to see what the playoffs hold for us. It's hard to even imagine like what some of these matchups will look like, but the ones that like we do have a pretty good idea of like Rams versus lions. That's going to be really exciting. Seeing the Browns play the Jags potentially. That one's going to look really good. So, um, going to be some interesting upsets. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I was, uh, I was just thinking about that earlier. I'm excited for the playoffs uh, more as an NFL fan than an Eagles fan. It's just a fun time yeah. of year. Um, and just, keep denying that the the season is almost over and we're almost back to uh, uh football nothingness for a few months but that's crazy yeah john goodman was right soon uh, uh, it'll be just a cold night in buffalo <laughs> so you better bet all your money on fanduel.com <laughs> and, uh, on sunday morning my girlfriend was like what are you doing? I was like placing bets at like eight thirty in the morning, and I was like, I can only feel this feeling a few more times this season. <laughs> the feeling of like I'm about to make so much money before you lose all of it. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't that... see any of these missing before they all miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I dude, I actually have been getting kind of washed in the NFL and like cashing big old money in the NBA. I've even been dipping my toes into the NHL a little bit and winning there. So I actually can't win football bets at all. I can <laughs> I can bet hockey better than I can bet football. I don't you know other sports fund your football betting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, I, I mentioned, yeah, I bought her an iPhone with my winnings at Christmas with her family. And one guy was like, what do you bet? Basketball, football? I was like, I win money in basketball yes. to lose in football. <laughs> <laughs> That's normally how I roll. Um, speaking of basketball, do you have a New Year's resolution to get that show out there? <laughs> oh, going? yeah. That's especially once the, the NFL season's over. We're going to have just myriads of hours mm-hmm. to spend on that. So mm-hmm. Exciting stuff. I'm thinking... Um, Year's looking bright for for a two peat, I gotta say. Liking the back to back here. Um we'll see. 
I'm like in a Joel Embiid back to back. That's looking pretty bright as well. He's been. I, I think that that is looking. Mama Mia. That's looking even more likely, honestly. But um, you know, I think I. I'm trying to remember. I, the only like prediction that I actually am feeling good about for the basketball season was I took Chet when he was like plus four fifty or something like that for Rookie of the Year when Wimby was rocking like plus like one ninety plus two hundred, and now Chet is like nearing Maybe the minuses. Heavy favorite. Yeah. heavy favorite dude is balling. The actual generational talent. Um, <laughs> I think it's funny that people are like. He got to watch on the bench all last season, so this shouldn't count as his rookie mm. year. I've heard this argument before, I think. <laughs> Doesn't hold a whole lot of water, unfortunately, for the unicorn from from France. But yeah. I I saw an article that Wimby like subbed himself in like against like Pop's wishes the other night, apparently. Someone was like, Doesn't he have to walk past the coach? And he was like like, like Pop would just ask him what he's doing, and somebody just responded in French, like, D- I don't speak English, I'm gonna go make some baskets. <laughs> <Just like, laughs> sorry, I don't, I'm just, I'm shooting, I don't know, I don't speak English. There's, there's my basketball thoughts for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all of you enjoyed um, tuning in for NFLs to kick off your new year. Make a New Year's resolution to tell the guy at the gym that you just signed up for. The person definitely going to continue going to for the whole year. <laughs> yes. The person at the journal store, the person at mm-hmm. the, um, at the new hobby symposium at the person, um, the neighbors the that you're going to, the neighbors talk to more this year, um, over the first of many plates of brownies that you're going to give them. Um, make sure to tell all those people, to listen to NFLs and to rate and review it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can't go lower than that. You have to give it five stars. And um, yeah, football, uh, FanDuel is right. It's going to be gone any moment now, but we have the playoffs to enjoy. And the cream has risen to the top with all these very good, very strong teams that we're going to see battling it out here in the yeah, postseason. So many good teams. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My name is Jacob Wilkinson. My name is Drew Wade, and I've got the coin right here with me. Yahoo!